Senator out of Iowa, Joni Ernst, was in town. We talked about she's dealt a lot with sexual assault survivors, domestic violence survivors. So we talked about, hey, where's the balance that we find for women to come out and be heard, but also to make sure that, you know, men are having accurate allegations against them. But she says, she says that Senator Heitkamp's vote against Judge Kavanaugh was reprehensible. Here's some of our interview. Senator Ernst, thank you so much for being in thank North you. Dakota. It's My great pleasure. to have you here. My Obviously, pleasure. this Kavanaugh confirmation took a lot of air out of the room. So I want to start with, what do we find this balance? You know, President Trump today, it's a tough time to be a man in America. And yet you've got a lot of people, for example, Senator Heitkamp just standing with Dr. Ford. As a woman, where do you see this balance that we can find to go, okay, we need to hear these women at the same point in time. We don't want to ruin a man's life through false, potentially false accusations. Well, as an American, I always start with we're innocent until proven guilty. That that should be the element of the day. But as a woman and as a woman who has worked with sexual assault and domestic violence survivors, I do understand survivors should come forward and they should have their accusations heard. But what we have to be careful of are false allegations or after a long period of time, maybe forgetfulness or elements that may have changed in someone's memory over time. So we do have to be very cautious about it. Um, what I would encourage everybody to do is, is look for the truth of the matter. And we did find the truth of the matter in going through those FBI investigations. We saw no evidence of wrongdoing on the part of Judge Kavanaugh. But that leads to my next question. Did we get to the truth of the matter? I'm sure you saw recently Kamala Harris uh, asking questions of FBI Director Christopher Wray. And even he said, yes, the White House did limit the scope of this investigation. So do you feel confident that we actually got to the truth? I do feel confident that we got to the truth. And the scope was limited to those witnesses that actually had been named or those witnesses that would have seen something occur. There was a lot of second and third hand, he said, she said, way down the line. Um, but those aren't witnesses. Those aren't credible witnesses. So I do think that we got to the truth of the matter. And I put my hands on those reports. I read those reports. And even the witnesses that um, Dr. Ford had named, they did not corroborate her story. So you said you worked with a lot of uh, domestic violence uh, people and, and sexual assault people. So. What was in that report that gave you certainty that, okay, I, I feel comfortable confirming Judge Kavanaugh? What was your initial reaction to Dr. Ford's testimony? Well, my reaction to Dr. Ford's testimony was that, yes, at some point in her lifetime, she has been through some severe trauma. I have no doubt about that. But I think in naming Judge Kavanaugh, I don't believe that it was Judge Kavanaugh that perpetrated a crime against her. Do you think that the FBI should have spoken to, like, Julie Swentek and that accuser? Well, I think so much of that had been uh, disproven and there were actually follow-on witness reports that the FBI did have in their possession that we were able to read and again it did not corroborate the story that was given. I'm going to get your comment on this. I think Senator Susan Collins uh, may have given the best Senate floor speech in the history of the Senate in the way she broke it down. Uh, and yet our senator here, Senator Heidi Heitkamp, said that she was almost going to vote yes on Judge Kavanaugh. Then she watched his testimony with the volume down and that had her vote no. What's your reaction to that? 
Well, my reaction, one, to Susan Collins, um, a great colleague of mine in the Senate, is that she gave a tremendous speech. And after we got done with that speech, I walked up to her. I literally had tears um, on my cheeks coming down from that speech. I thought it was so beautifully done, so eloquently said. And the fact that your home state senator uh, voted no against Judge Kavanaugh, I think, is is reprehensible. It's following political lines, and Judge Kavanaugh was shamelessly um, put through the ringer by Democratic operatives, and his family was threatened. Uh, I, I understand how he could be a very angry and bitter person trying to defend himself against allegations that um, were just thrown at him. So. Uh, very bad to follow political lines when we had an eminently qualified judge. I want to get your thoughts on this. President Trump was in Council Bluffs, your home state, uh, this week, and there was a point where the crowd really, probably one of the most you know, loudest moments was when he talked about Dianne Feinstein and the crowd started chanting, lock her up, lock her up. <laughs> What's your, should Dianne Feinstein be investigated locked up or? Well, I am, I am a veteran and serving in the military, when you are commanding a unit, you're pretty much responsible for everything that your soldiers do. Well, Diane Feinstein is responsible for everything that her committee staff members do on judiciary. And we know that she held on to that information. Dr. Ford wanted to be anonymous and the Democratic staffers released that information. So so yes, Diane Feinstein is ultimately responsible for what her staff does. Shame on her. Did she commit a crime though? Should she be locked up? Uh, I Well, I don't know about a crime. I'm not an attorney. Um, but uh, certainly I think that it does need to be investigated. And if anything, it is going against Senate ethics. So I, I do think that they need to look at this and they should determine whether Diane has broken any of the rules of the Senate. So what I'm going to suggest is that you are pretty certain that it was Diane Feinstein or someone in her office that leaked this I document. do feel that. Wow. All right, let's talk about uh, some recent comments from Secretary Clinton as of late saying, hey, we can't be civil with a political party that mm -hmm. wants to ruin what we want. We've got a former attorney general saying when they go high, we kick them. My question for you as a U.S. Senator is, how do we make civility great again? Well, we have to lead by example, one, and that's what I always strive to do is lead by example. I would never encourage anybody to be violent with another person. That is, that goes against everything in my being. Um, so. I think we set the example, and what we see coming from the left is a very poor example for our children. If we wish to raise them right, respect each other, have dignity for one another, we shouldn't be encouraging violence in our society. Thank you very much to Senator Ernst for the time, obviously being in our state as well, to uh, be on the stump for Congressman Kevin Kramer. Also, there's a web exclusive up on our Facebook page with Senator Ernst. We talk about trade and the future of the Farm Bill and E15 as well. Now, on Saturday